Oh, you also want to know what happened to me today? What? I go and I pick up a pizza that I ordered. The lady's like bringing it to the window. She trips. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> she tripped when she was almost at the window and the box slipped open and my pizza landed face down on the floor. Oh my god. <laughs> That's the type of day I had. You are now listening to Babes in Ballland. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Babes in Ballland. What's up, guys? I'm Jessie. I'm Amanda. I don't know if you want to get into hot or not, but I do have an NFL one to kind of break into. Oh, sure. Big Ben didn't shave or cut his hair until he could throw a football again. And I am not impressed. I'm like, I guess I kind of like missed out on that. Did and he? Then, is that something? <laughs> is that something he said he was going to do, like before it started, or just like in hindsight? Well, yeah, I was gonna wait until I could throw again. I'm like a lot of people didn't get haircuts. I'm not really sure what like <laughs> the stand is. Yeah, but you weren't cutting your hair until you could throw a football. I mean, I just, did he cut his hair? Like, is that the big reveal? Yes. The big reveal is it's he got to throw, and then they cut his hair and beard at the barbershop, and then it was like, Voldemort moment, he's back. <laughs> I'm not impressed. No, I'm super not impressed. I don't um, feel like that that was like, I don't feel like he was like being put out in any way. <laughs> no, no. Um I would say Big Ben. That's not hot. Nope. So I also have a football one. You know I have to talk about Tom Brady at least, like, once an episode. He's going to have a show. I know. Um, The name is weird to me. The documentary name is Man in the Arena, which, (laughs) I don't know, seems kind of silly to me. But it's going to be a first-hand account of his most iconic moments and pivotal events, and it'll be nine episodes in 2021, hot or not. I mean, it's going to be hot. We're all going to do it, but I want a first-hand account of what is Julian Edelman doing alone. (laughs) Will King Julian make the documentary? I feel like if they don't take him to Tampa Bay and they don't put him in the documentary. Like, that's a super low blow. What did he do to get X factored <laughs> out of the club? I don't know. They and he like, loves Julie... Tom Brady. <laughs> okay. They're like, Julian, you can't come. Yeah. I just <laughs> see Julian being like, okay, I got my bag. And they're like, oh, oh, Julian. <laughs> not not <laughs> you. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody yeah. didn't tell Julian he wasn't coming <laughs> oh, to Tampa. No. Oh, poor Julian. Please put Julian in the documentary. I mean, obviously, I'm going to check it out. Well, yeah. But I think it's weird timing. Like, I think part of what I like about the Michael Jordan one so much 
is everyone kind of gets to reflect on it. And I guess either they're saying the Tom Brady era is over or maybe we could wait until he was done playing. I just think the timing is kind of weird. You know what? I think that's right. I think that I agree with you on that a lot. I'm like, maybe we could have done this after he was retired for like the full glory moment. Yeah. So either they're saying like he's washed, it's over. Let's add the documentary. I'm like, can you just give him a minute? Like he's not done playing yet. So that's Tom Brady is washed. You heard it here first. <laughs> I'm just questioning, like, why the documentary? He's still playing. I feel like I I agree with you. I mean, I think that generally, okay, not five fire emojis. Let's go two fire emojis. Okay. Speaking of shows, I saw that LeBron James and Adam Sandler are going to make a Netflix basketball movie called Hustle. Hot or not? I don't know why I'm leaning, like, initially not. I think that's a weird combo. I know that Adam Sandler loves basketball. He's very into it. I think that it could be funny. LeBron James was in that movie with Bill Hader and Amy, what's her face? And that was really, he was really funny in that. Okay. Mm -hmm. I do remember that now. Mm -hmm. And so I generally am not an Adam Sandler fan overall. Don't crucify me for that. I know that's very hurtful for a lot of people, but his humor just isn't super funny to me, but I think it's kind of hot. Like, I'm ready. I will watch it. I'm excited that LeBron's involved. It's just will, the combo that's weird to me. Will but there like, be yeah. Taco Tuesday in the oh, movie? Dang. I feel like he's got to make a little funny haha about it, right? Because it I didn't work out. Yeah. I think it's a perfect opportunity. Oh, we'll just keep it LeBron James themed for a minute. Because you know how that Clippers documentary, what platform was that going to be on? I can't remember. Is it the QB? QB? The thing I don't know anything about. Quibby? QB? I don't know. <laughs> it's something like that. Yeah, okay, yes. <laughs> We're definitely on the same page. So... I'm kind of upset because now we're definitely going to have to figure out whatever that is because Uninterrupted, which is the media company co-founded by one LeBron James, is set to produce a documentary series about the Houston Astros sign-stealing scandal. Oh, really? And it's going to be on Quibi? Quibi? Quibi. Yep. <laughs> Yep. You could just sign us up to do (laughs) an ad. This is an ad. (laughs) Yes. It's going so well. We know how to pronounce the name and everything. Please go sign up for Quibi, okay? (laughs) And it said that the documentary will transcend the baseball diamond to explore larger themes of greed, cheating, corruption, sportsmanship, and social media activism. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, I'm on my way. When's it going to be released? Transcending. I know. And, you know, LeBron was tweeting about all this Astros stuff. 
So now I'm like, yes, King, get him. When is that wait. supposed to come out? It didn't have a release, a release date. I can't even speak because I'm literally so excited, but it didn't have a release date. I'm so, way more, that's super hot. I'm way more excited than that than I would be about Hustle than I would be about a Tampa Bray documentary. <laughs> did I say Tampa Bray? It's yeah, fine. I think you did. It's he kind of looks like an ass. It's fine. I mean, but yeah, I'm super excited about that. Gallinari was interviewed. He did a phone interview and it said that he's going to look at all table options during free agency. And I'm hurt. Yeah. I mean, he didn't like reassure me like I thought he might. I mean, obviously that's what he's going to say. Like, I know that that's, that's what you say. Like, of course I'm going to consider my options, but I think the thing that hurt the most was when he said we had a great season and it was in yes. past tense and it yes, just it felt like I, I felt like I got <laughs> broke up with. I felt like he I broke up with me. absolutely cannot believe that you picked up on that too because I'm like, oh, so we're already a has-been. And he kind of hurt my feelings a little bit. I felt like he was like, it's not you, it's me. Yeah. And I got to keep my options open. And it was great while it lasted. And I'm I'm feeling like I got dumped. Over the yes. phone. <laughs> Over the phone. Yes. I mean, he was saying things like, I feel great here. We had a great season. It's that a great team. Yeah. So it definitely wasn't comforting to me. At all. No. Like, he didn't even lay on the heavy, like, oh, my gosh, I love it here. The fans are great. Like, there wasn't really much of that. And you've so. got Chris Paul on the other end talking about, we want to play, we want to play, we want to play. And I'm like, that's what I need to hear, Daddy. Yes. Yeah. But Gallo in the past tense, I definitely noticed. That's the first thing I noticed. I would say, um, as it hurt my feelings, we're going to go with not hot. No, it's not hot, unfortunately. But, I mean, all things basketball-related are not hot right now. Because it's kind of the same as baseball, like we were kind of talking about earlier, that I don't think they're in as dire straits, kind of like you said, because the season had already started. But like with baseball and with college football and with the NFL, and I guess the NFL just does whatever they want. So they'll, they're going to start on time. And the NFL says our facilities are open, man. Yeah, <laughs> Unless yeah. you're a coach. Yeah. Which is weird. And so I do think that wrapping up seasons is going to be much easier to manage. I did see that the NBA was talking about doing stuff at Disney World. It's cute. Okay. Okay. Like, here's the thing. How are they going to have, like, this magical tournament at Disney World and I'm not freaking invited? You know what what I mean? Yeah. Once in a lifetime Magic Kingdom. (laughs) Yes. 2020. (laughs) I've never wanted to go to Disney World more in my life. And they're like, oh, well, actually, you're not invited. And I think it makes me kind of mad. I just see, like, I don't know, going to a castle for lunch and then going to the basketball game for dinner. And we don't get to go. And it could be everything. Oh, you've made, like, a whole Disney fantasy 
Yeah, I have a like whole timeline. Like, I'll, I'll do some touring. I'm gonna have. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna have lunch at the Brown Derby. <laughs> take yes. in a game. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I don't get invited, so that kind of hurts me. Also, with basketball, they're saying Orlando and Las Vegas still. How am I gonna watch games? That at eleven o'clock and yeah. at four o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm excited that they are talking about things like that, but I'm like, man, I am not a fan of a late night start time. Basketball is in much better shape right now than I feel like baseball is. Yeah, the baseball stuff and the arguing of money. I don't know if they'll get that sorted out. Like, I feel like with basketball, we're on the up and up. Football, they're like, yeah, we've always been good, at least pro. And then hockey is kind of in the same position as basketball because most of the season was already over. But the first thing that caught my eye, this was actually one of my hotter knots, is when the Tampa Bay Rays pitcher Blake Snell says that he said that he wouldn't play for a reduced salary. And that was like my original hot or not. Well, LeBron James tried to say that too. No, no, no. He said he wouldn't play if there weren't fans. And then they were like, sir, you better walk that back. (laughs) Yeah. So he was like, just kidding. I know it is a difficult situation. The stuff that came out today on Thursday, I guess there was an email leaked and was it truly leaked? Was it done on purpose? Who knows? But it was kind of covering how they had an agreement that the salaries would be prorated. So it would just pretty much depend depend on the number of games played. Which they're looking at like 82 right now. Yes. So then like kind of in the fine print, MLB put except if there are not fans in the stands. So now the players are saying, no, you said prorated. And the league is like, ooh, but actually like that is if there were going to be fans and now there's not. So, yeah, I mean, the players want a prorated salary And I guess the league kind of came back with split revenues between themselves and the players. And then the players are like, no, that's like creating a salary cap. And I don't know. Every time I hear something about basketball, or I'm sorry, baseball, it's not moving in the direction I would hope it would be. Which is so sad to me because I feel like four weeks ago when we were talking about this, baseball was like one of the most proactive about what are we going to do? Where yeah. are we going to be? We're going to be in spring training by X amount of day. I mean, do you think we're heading for another MLB strike? I don't know. I mean, from what they're saying, the players aren't backing off of that prorated salary. And I I wish I would have wrote it down. I think they're projecting that they're going to lose like $640,000 per game if there's no fans. So I don't know. I don't know who's going to give first, but the baseball stuff looks super messy. 
this is just an opinion. I feel like I have to say that, but <laughs> with the way that the NFL is like full steam ahead, I feel like that the only reason that the NCAA is not the same is because these are kids. Yeah, I think so too. Cause I feel like that if these were not kids that they would be pushing as normal but then, like, with baseball, they came out with that, what what was it called, health guidelines, and it mm-hmm. was, like, 67 pages, and they're saying you can't shower post-game, you can't spit, you can't high-five, you can't hug. If the ball touches three people, it has to be thrown out, oh and I just don't gosh. know how any of that is going to be sustainable. I That's guess. like the proposed CDC list of how public schools are going to start in August. And I'm like, well, you might as well just plan on not starting. Yeah. Because I'm at like, that point, the game is completely compromised. I understand the player's side of it. And you know Trevor Bauer was in it, too, because why wouldn't he be? Did you see his tweet on it? <clears throat> ma'am, let me whip my notes <laughs> yes, around ma'am. aggressively. My yes queen for the week, I didn't talk about Trevor Bauer last week, so I feel like I had to get it in. Um, One of his quotes on Twitter that was the most poignant to me, it wasn't the big one that's going around, but it was the most poignant. He was responding to a tweet, and he said, at this point, I just want paid what was agreed upon, a prorated amount of my salary per number of games that are played as agreed. And to me, it's very frustrating that we're back to the point now where we're comparing owner's salary versus player's salary. And I feel like that it continues to pit people against each other versus pay cuts, especially because then you have people coming in and talking about, you know, the amount of money that baseball players make versus like healthcare workers and stuff. And to me, that's apples and oranges. It's just creating a narrative that isn't even related because that's the money they agreed to pay them. Like you can't bring in other factors and try to make it like this big emotional, like it's either we're going to pay him what we agreed or we're not and then see what happens. So I do feel bad. I feel like that Trevor was getting a lot of negative blowback from that. And I'm like, he's not saying that teachers and healthcare workers don't deserve livable salaries. Like don't create a narrative that he's pushing something, you know what I mean? Like, I just don't like that at all. I feel like it continues to pit people against each other. And the biggest yes queen moment to me, of course, is the opening of the tweet to all the people big mad in my mentions. Yeah. Um, you know, honestly, it was super easy for me as a fan and not that like I'm saying they don't deserve to be paid or, you know, whatever, But for me as a fan, I'm like, can we just all get along and play baseball? Like, I just want to watch baseball. So for me, I wasn't necessarily thinking about all of that stuff because, yes, the prorated salary, that makes the most sense. But I also understand that all of the revenue of the fans not being there is going to take a huge hit on the owners. I understand all of that. But whenever Trevor Bauer was like – 
longer hours, more risk, less pay, less benefits. And then I was thinking about me, myself at my job. Like, I wouldn't do that. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't even be in negotiations, you know? So if the owners don't want to take that big of a hit financially and the players aren't going to back down, which I'm not even saying I think they should back down, but if there's not some give on, like, either side, I don't. I don't know. I'm super worried that there won't be a baseball season. I am too. And I'm like, hi, excuse me. Um, The Yankees signed Garrett Cole and I need to watch baseball. Well, and I also feel like that, like I said, four weeks ago, baseball was one of the things that I wasn't worried about starting. I'm like, we'll get it started. It just may be like delayed. They've yeah. got all these plans. They're going to play in Phoenix and in Houston and um, where was the other place? Was it Tampa? Tampa. I think so. Oh dang. <laughs> dang. Tampa. Yes. <laughs> so that's super frustrating, and I am I'm missing some baseball. At first, like when I was hearing that stuff that Blake Snell said, and this is the first time, like I think. I saw somebody be like, I will not do that. I was like, oh, like Blake. But now, like, I understand. But I just want baseball. Well, and that was another thing that Trevor Bauer mentioned, too, is he was like, they're using the media to create an issue to, and I do agree with him on that, like, as far as, like, they're making the players look bad. Pitting industries against each other, like, pushing that narrative that baseball players are being selfish while, you know, healthcare workers are out here on the front lines. And I'm like, no, you cannot do that. It's not, it's, it's apples and oranges. It's not even the same. Yeah. So baseball stuff. I don't know, man. Hashtag sad. Not hard. Yeah. Now, despite all this, don't worry. My next hot or not, they definitely got the first ever MLB DH power rankings out, including the (laughs) AL and NL. Like, despite the fact that (laughs) we can't even decide if we're going to play and how much money we're going to play for, we did get those rankings pushed and one through four were AL teams. Uh, The fifth team was an NL team, which was the Cubs. They were talking about um, a couple of potential DHs for the Cubs. Um, For the Cardinals, the St. Louis Cardinals, they were floating around Matt Carpenter for DH or Dexter Fowler, but they were only doing that based on because they've been struggling defensively and that hurt my heart. Yeah. Yeah. Why they got to bring Matt into it, okay? I'm like, the Cardinals are already doing it wrong. <laughs> oh, no. Would you have a preference on who would be the Cardinals' DH? I mean, I would take Maddie as a DH. I really would. I really, really would. Because I feel like that he needs needs a chance to redeem himself at the plate. Like, I know it's still there. I know in my heart <laughs> that he can still bat. Um, he needs to make the salsa again, I think. I don't know. Um, I really want Jose Martinez to DH for the oh, Cardinals. No. <laughs> but he's DHing, he's DHing for Tampa <laughs> Bay now. Oh, no. <laughs> and I'm still not over it, so... 
I forget that he went there. Like, VH hot, but the proposed, and I know this was just an opinion piece, but they came for me. And that was not hot. <laughs> I'm like, don't call out Matt Carpenter's third base struggles. He got stuck over there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I have another hot or not for you. It is Cardinals related. Did you see Yachty's comments? Of course I saw it. He said, and I quote, I'm one of the best catchers to have ever played baseball. Fine. All things fine? That's fine. Well, what's not hot is he was like, the virus has got me messed up. And if the Cardinals won't re-sign me past 2021, then I'll look for other teams. I mean... It is a little hurtful. He went full Gallinari and was like, we had a we had a good time, but I got to keep my options open, and I just feel like I'm about to get broke up with again. <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe they'll get it <laughs> sorted out. I feel like it would be an Albert Pujols situation if he did go to another team. I feel like it would be rough. You know, I... Like, he would always isn't... be revered, but... It would be rough. I'm trying to think of what even made me think about this. Oh, okay. This was another one of my hot or nots. Did you see that? What's his name? Oh, oh, Paul Pierce. Did you see that he said LeBron James isn't in his top five? And he kind of explained why he thought that. Did you see that video? I didn't watch the video. I did see him say that, and I was like, next. (laughs) So I was big mad, and I clicked on the article immediately. And, I mean, the names that he's naming, like, I get it. He said Bill Russell, Kareem, Mm -hmm. Magic, Jordan, Mm -hmm. Tim Duncan, Kobe, Larry Bird. He said they're all top ten. But he said why he thinks LeBron isn't. Is because he went and put a team together in Miami to win. I mean, a lot of people feel that way. And a lot of people feel that way about Cleveland. And a lot of people feel that way about Los Angeles. So, I actually never even looked at it that way. And I don't know if it's just because I like LeBron. But when they put it like that, I'm like, was it really any different than Kevin Durant going to Golden State? Granted, he left on worse terms, but at the end of the day, it is kind of the same. And I guess whenever I'm thinking about players with that legacy, I guess, I'm thinking about Kobe and the Lakers, um, Derek Jeter and the Yankees. So when I see stuff about Yachty, maybe not playing with the Cardinals, that's very upsetting to me. Do you hold how many teams a player's been on? to any regard on what you actually think of the player? Because I think I kind of do. Oh, that's a really good question. And, like, I wouldn't even have thought about it if Paul Pierce wasn't being like, yeah, LeBron James isn't my top five. And this question kind of got way off the rails, so I guess I have two questions. But I think I like when a player stays with a team. Well, I mean, of course, I've been talking about getting broke up with. 
Like, <laughs> do you want to stay? Do you want to hang out? Yeah, we can be friends. I do like, I mean, Tim Duncan, like, you're right. I mean, LeBron James is a superstar, but yes. I, def- I definitely see both sides. So when he made that as his main point, I was kind of like, oh, like, I never even really looked at, like, I would still consider LeBron a top five. In today's basketball, yes. But, I mean, if you're putting it in an all-time and giving those reasonings, like, I can definitely understand why you came to that point. Like, if you're talking about active roster players and not putting him in, then I would be like, huh. But, I mean, if you're doing it based on, like, staying with a team, working with a team, you know what I mean? You know what I mean, Kevin? It does, Kevin. <laughs> it does like hit different though. I feel. Dang, you're right. I'll have to think about that for a while. But I'm like, okay, Paul. Like I was ready to be mad at you, and now I'm like, oh, wait a minute. It's like LeBron James' personal self discovery mission to see how many rings and how many cities he can get, <laughs> how many teams but, he can put together. I mean, I've always liked. LeBron, so I didn't even, like, question that move, I guess. I I mean, I don't think, like, liking him, like, comes into it as far as, like, a player, a personality, a superstar. Um, You know how I feel about the 03 draft draft class. Craft class. The craft crash. (laughs) Crash Bandicoot. (laughs) I want to play Crash Bandicoot right now. I'm on the last (laughs) level. Do you have any more hot or nots? Because I want to wrap it up with a sad one. With a sad one. Let me see. I know. Oh, <laughs> okay. So I got an OSU football update. And when I read it, I was like, that's like absolutely so Oklahoma State that it's kind of like funny to me. But it said former LSU wide receiver D Anderson transfers to OSU. And at first I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm kind of worried because he's from LSU, but let's check it out. But then it said that he was suspended last fall for a conditioning issue. And I just feel like that's so absolutely OSU that I just started giggling. I'm like, yeah, let's give it a go. I don't know. It didn't elaborate. I'm going to have to do some research on that. What I mean, like, I don't know what that means. Like, conditioning has got to be, like, team. I don't know. It sounds training-related. I know it could be, like, something medical. But to me, when I read conditioning, I just went straight, like, out of shape. So I know oh. that, like, I know that it could be, like, something medical, but me just reading it, I just read it as he was out of shape, and then they suspended him. And I'm like, well, of course I wish you would pick him up. Like that picture that Baker Mayfield got made fun of so bad in when he was standing Aww. next to his line, and they were, <laughs> yeah. like, swole, and he kind of had his <laughs> summer dad bod. <laughs> Baker. <laughs> Poor Baker. I love to hate him, man. 
my last I could just hating though, so that would be worse. Well, you can't not like you like you almost just want him to do well. I mean, but yeah. you don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always like, damn it, Baker! Like, oh. could you please stop? <laughs> I mean, I'm having that yearly fight with myself on if I'm going to pay for NFL Sunday ticket or not if oh boy. we get to watch. So maybe it will be Baker and I all football season. Can you imagine, that's the though, only thing we could watch. A friend of mine was like, do you think you're going to get to watch any games for free this season with the revenue losses no. without fans? And no. I was like, <laughs> what did you say? Also, because I know I was telling you about the baseball package on DirecTV, how I had already paid in, I think, like, three payments or something. So they definitely refunded me, and I feel like they refunded me because the price is going to be different. I could be reading into that too much. But it very well could just be Baker and I if I'm not going to get NFL Sunday ticket. Jesse loves the Browns, but she about to be in the dog pound. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Let me get you a jersey. I think orange and brown is so ugly together, too. Could I think because I, I wear so much black. I don't know. Could I do, like, a custom jersey for you <laughs> and do, like, Baker, B-A-E-K-E-R, oh like I love gosh. to do, and get you a custom jersey for Christmas? I mean, that's the only way I'll wear it. Jesse loves the Browns. Yeah. You heard it here. I mean, Because that's the only games we're going to get to watch. I know. And, like, this is the fight I have with myself every year. And then the eventually. The Browns in Dallas. <laughs> eventually, I just get so mad. And then I cave in and I pay for it. Hot or not. It's super sad. But I don't know if I agree with it because of who said it. <laughs> okay. You know, Noted. Because, you know, I be holding a grudge against Charles Barkley for saying that Oklahoma can't support pro basketball, like, forever. You, you really do. Forever. Yeah. He came, he came down here for the finals, tried to put some awful boots on with his suits, and then was like, <laughs> Oklahoma can't handle it. And I've just never let it go. But he says... There's absolutely no way there will be any NBA this season. Did he say why he thought that? Or just it's it's not happening? It's too dangerous. I mean, it definitely is a concern. But I feel like I'm not going to base my opinion (laughs) off of his. that's, That's probably really rude to say. But I'm going to let someone else tell me that it's not happening. I mean, that's fair to you. Like, I don't want to hear it from his mouth. But at the same time, like, he has a lot of outreach in that community and within the NBA. And he could know something that we don't, you know. So, I don't know. I mean, I do. I do have one more that is sad as well. I missed it at the bottom of my notes. Oh, no. <laughs> and it is, I think, kind of sad as well because you know how we were like, can someone check on Lou? Because we didn't really know what was happening with two-way players mm-hmm. and paychecks and all of that. Well, I found an article on Bleacher Report, and it was talking about what was going to happen to them. 
and it kind of started out saying that an NBA rookie minimum contract is, I think it was like 800000 something, and a G League player salary is like 80000 So that already shows like the jump in money. But they said that, because if you remember, two-way players can join the team, I think, for training camp before the G League starts for 45 days during the season, and then anything after the G League season is over. And they said that the amount of money that they're losing, because I think every player kind of gets pulled up after that, the amount of money they're losing is outrageous. And I just got really sad about Lou. What's going to happen to Lou Dort? I mean, I hope someone's going to take care of him. I hope somebody's going to get a contract written up. Yeah. Courts are open. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But it just made me sad because it said that G League or two-way players were actually going to take the biggest hit out of any NBA players. That's super concerning. Yeah, because it was like a loss of 18 games or something or 18 days or I don't remember how it was worded. But, yeah, that makes me sad that, I mean, the two-way players are going to take the biggest hit. I guess we're hanging out with Gallinari. We had a great season. (laughs) I'm so hurt. I'm like, it's not a good time for that, Gallo, okay? I mean, here I am the end of May, and I'm still pretty butthurt about the Thunder season. Yeah. We have gotten done so dirty in so many different ways, and then this season was freaking magical. It was a breath of fresh air. It was so magical. You know what happened to us? Do you know that big bouncy ball whenever you were a kid and it had a handle and you were supposed to sit on it and jump? Did you have one of those? Oh, yeah. So I feel like... A hippity hop. A hippity hop? (laughs) I feel like the Thunder season was us as kids, like, bouncing on that big ball. I definitely had one. I was getting air. But you know that second when you fall off of it and the air gets knocked out of you? Yeah. That's literally what happened to us. I'm still not over it. A hippity hop is what happened. I feel like what happened is I got hit in the face with a basketball like Kevin Love on repeat. (laughs) I do love that video. I know you do. (laughs) And that's what I feel like every day. Back to life. Yeah. It's fine. (laughs) Every Kevin Love needs a JR, okay? It'll be fine. Everybody needs a JR, girl. So, I guess that puts us into awards. It's been a sad episode. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) I feel like it didn't really reflect, like, how I'm feeling about basketball. I do feel on the up and up about basketball and hockey, and football's like, yeah, baby, we're good, so I'm going to hold him to that. Yeah. But the baseball stuff, I don't know. If that That is so messy money-wise. And I think it has to do with the season not even being underway. So literally every game there will not be a fan at to bring in money. So, yeah, I don't know about the 
baseball. I already presented my yes queen to Trevor Bauer for the opening quote to all the people big mad in my mentions. I'd like to say that to some people in real life. (laughs) I mean, pretty much. So my yes queen, it's a little confusing because I am excited that we finally heard from Aaron Rodgers, but also some of the stuff that he said was very hurtful to me. But I do feel like he said all the things that he needed to. Um, Of course, they asked him about Jordan Love, and he did just say he was not thrilled by the pick. And he said, you know, it really doesn't even have anything pretty much to do with Jordan Love. Mm -hmm. And I have this quote from Aaron that what he's saying is hurtful, but I feel like it was very well worded. And he said, I think it was more the surprise of the pick based on my own feelings of wanting to play into my 40s and really the realization that it does change the controllables a little bit because as much as I feel confident in my abilities and what I can accomplish and what we can accomplish, there are some new factors that are out of my control. And so my sincere desire to start and finish with the same organization, just as it has with many other players over the years, may not be a reality at this point. And as much as I understand the organization's future outlook and wanting to make sure they're thinking about the team now and down the line, and I respect that, at the same time, I still believe in myself and have a strong desire to play into my 40s, and I'm just not sure how that all works together at this point. Hmm. No wonder you're all in your feelings about Paul Pierce saying that (laughs) about people playing for teams because, yeah, that hurts. I know. And I'm like, Paul, it's not a good time to bring that up. (laughs) But yes, very well worded. So he just, I thought, worded it very well and honesty but classy yes I mean you know the last episode I was like I just worry that Brett Favre is right and Aaron Rodgers may not always be a Packer and him saying him retiring as a Packer may not be a reality absolutely crushed me there was one part that I super liked he said that he was excited to work with Jordan Love and that he seems like a good kid and yeah, I it's feel... not like, sorry. No, go ahead. It's not like, remember when um, Big Ben was talking about um, Mason and he was like, yeah. I don't need to work with him. And he just had like a really shitty attitude about yeah. um, Mason Rudolph being put onto the team. So, I mean, I feel like he tried to be honest, but at the same time, still having a team attitude. Yeah. And I guess it's my yes queen because I'm just excited because everyone had pretty much already decided that he was going to be a shit about it. So I'm just excited that it went the way that it did, even though there were some hurtful things to me. And I like that he was like, yeah, he seems like a good kid. I'm like, yeah, let him know you're still his daddy and yeah, (laughs) we'll be fine. (laughs) Call him a kid. I like it. (laughs) Let him know. So... Let him know who's in charge. Yeah, it was nice to finally just hear it so we can work, like, 
through this together, but also it was very hurtful to me. <laughs> so That's you why and it's Aaron a really can get yeah. through this time together. Yeah, we're gonna get through it together. So it's kind of like a a weird yes queen, but I guess I'm just excited that he handled it that well because everyone was already saying he was gonna be a shit. Yeah, they had already made up their mind. Yeah. Now, like, we haven't started playing yet, so maybe he will be a shit, but so far, so good. <laughs> NFL starts on time. You heard it here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Speaking, my, um, oh, honey, is about an NFL player. Um, the article I read said an unnamed NFL player on a United flight claims, and this is a quote, he was harassed, assaulted, and violated. By a female passenger who was drunk on a flight on a on a flight on a flight from L.A. to Newark. Now, if the flight's to Newark, I've already made up in my head. <laughs> there are some assumptions made that there. <laughs> maybe like what team we're associated with, but that's all just in my head. Yes. Yeah. Some may say that the lady was massaging his thighs and knees and basically was requesting to join the Mile High Club, uh, grabbing <laughs> at his groin, like just totally acting up. And the NFL player that hasn't been named and another man were telling flight attendants multiple times that they were being harassed. This was not appropriate. They supposedly, allegedly got ignored a few times. Um and then they finally moved her. They said that the lady allegedly tried to pull off his face mask. And <laughs> the attendant still didn't move the woman after multiple complaints. And that the NFL player basically had to get up and make an announcement to the entire plane that he was being harassed and that no one would help him. Oh, no. And so now they are seeking suit against United Airlines for allowing a belligerent turd to sexually harass. I mean, why would you pull somebody's face mask off? That's a penalty, bro. Yeah, first of all. (laughs) 15 yards. Get her out of here. That is, yeah, 15 rows back, move her on down. And Um, at the same time, I'm sure she was like, it's my moment. I had some (laughs) drinks and I see something. But, honey, don't keep your hands to yourself. It's COVID. I mean, no means no. No means no. Yeah. And that's embarrassing. I did read that. Yeah, that's a big (laughs) oh, honey. I hate that he said he had to get up and make an announcement. (laughs) Thanks for somebody to help me. She's harassing me. Somebody help. (laughs) Dang it. Um, Yeah, that's a big oh, honey. Especially if, like, he was asking for help. (laughs) Nobody wanted. I guess they were just hoping it was going to go away, but apparently she was super persistent. (laughs) Oh, man. Um, My oh, honey. It's Astros related. I feel like most of them are. Did you see that Alex Bregman decided to part ways with his agent? I did not. Okay. Well, plot twist. His agent was um, Brody Scottfield, who worked for Clutch Sports. And the Clutch Sports founder, Rich Paul, is LeBron James' agent. 
And if you'll remember, LeBron James is doing an Astros scandal oh. documentary. Oh, okay, okay. It's all coming <laughs> yes. together. Yes. So, Light bulb. <laughs> yes. So I don't think that's a coincidence. I mean, LeBron's on to you, and now you had to change your agent. Oh, honey. Oh, honey. LeBron's <laughs> coming for you. He doesn't think it was cute. Let me find out. Yeah. So, like, That's part of it I'm hot. living for. I'm like, yes, LeBron, help me, because baseball did nothing. No, they didn't. They didn't at all. And now with Mm-mm. all this, that stuff doesn't even matter now. I know. I mean, I it's know. not that it doesn't matter. Like, of course, it still matters. But just like we've said before, with all of this, all of that, with the Red Sox and Astros is under sometimes, the rug, water and this the bridge. Is like, this is, like, super sad for me, but sometimes I'll just be minding my own business, and then I just remember that hanging slider that helps you make it out, um, and I don't, <laughs> I don't know what I did to deserve that or why that just, like, flashes through my memory like that, but I was literally just on my way to work today. And that replayed, and I'm like, that's not just even fair. thinking about L2 Bay. <laughs> yeah. So when you gotta I get stop to work, that. when I get to work, I'm like, I can't even deal with any of these issues right now. I have a set of my own, okay, because I'm still just watching that hanging slider. Just pulling up the video. <laughs> yeah. Getting mad. Yeah. <laughs> it was so <laughs> awful. You excited about anything? I do have a Tim Tebow. Um, yeah, basketball related. The Thunder have reopened their team facility for voluntary workouts. Um, there are restrictions, of course, maximum of four players and one staff member supervising at a time. Once again, coaches aren't allowed in the workouts and players must stay at least 12 feet apart. So things are kind of looking up for basketball what's the deal with coaches i don't know i'm like i feel like they're pretty essential to what's going on i don't know how i have forgotten this i mean i do know how i've forgotten this because just the way that things have been going but i completely forgot about game of zones Completely See, forgot. You know I'd be watching that all the time, begging you to watch it all the time. I know. And just, like, so blessed watching them over and over. I completely forgot about it because, because, and then I saw that they put the final episode out, and I'm like, they're still doing Game of Zones episodes. We're not playing. Does that mean the season's over? Like, because they said they put oh. out the final episode, and I'm upset. So, yeah, I mean, like, I'm I mean, excited to watch it and see what they're doing. Like, I am excited that, like, I've remembered that I have these, like, YouTube things to watch because I've just been off the radar. But then again, at the same time, it makes me anxious. I just feel like since I quite literally missed most, like, I watched the first ones and then somewhere I just stopped. And now if it's over, I just feel like I missed the whole thing. Ma'am, you just, you just watch them in order. They have them in order for you. <laughs> I know that I you don't like, like it when they're it. not in order. <laughs> I Well, this is 2020, okay? We may have coronavirus, but you better put the videos in the order I'm supposed to watch them YouTube in. videos, please, in order of episode, yes. not... 
in order. This is supposed to be leisurely, not work. Okay, so please put them in order. <laughs> I shouldn't have to be searching the no. internet. Because I will just straight up not watch if you don't put them in order. <laughs>